Hello and welcome whoa, whoa, whoa. to what? This is my what? episode. What? You what? just jumped Wait. right on to my intro. Sorry, sorry, my bad. That's it. Start over, everybody. Just dump that right out of your brains. Okay. Hello. Hey there. Hi. How <laughs> oh, are you? Hey, Michael. Welcome to episode 69. 69. Now, let me drop a little egg of knowledge on your brain, okay? <laughs> 69. Why is that so important? Why does that number stick out in people's brains? Well, if you write it down on a piece of paper uh-huh. and you put the 6 and the 9 close together, uh-huh. it sort of looks like the yin-yang symbol. It sort of flows. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, it is, I think. Oh. And so having that kind of a, a flowy number, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it just sort of makes everything around you easier for flowing. Okay. Right, so... Moving on. Are you sure that's all that is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I am old and wisdomous. Wisdomized. Yeah. Wisdom- Wisdomicated. Wisdomanded. I demanded wisdom as I was growing. Okay. Mike was so excited that it was episode 69, and that's what you gave us? Yeah, well, yeah it's just an important number. It's probably a religious number as well. Oh, you um, think so? It's like a biblical number? It could be. Yeah. The number was first invented back in Egyptian times. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so <laughs> they, were, they were first in hieroglyphics, and we, we oh eventually transcribed them. I could them. definitely see it as a hieroglyphic. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Science. Isn't it also like it kind of looks like one of the um, birth signs? What are those called? The astrological signs? No, Astronomy cool. signs? Astrologinonomy? Astrologinonomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those. Like a Pisces or some shit, right? It, Don't could, they be. Look it like could be that? a Pisces. Yeah, if you squeeze them together hard enough or maybe flip them so that they're lying down, the yeah. numbers. They're the lying down? Hmm. Yeah, then it could be that. like a, a fish that's yeah. flying. Is it Pisces? Am I making that up? It's one I of don't think fish. so. Pisces, Pisces is, is definitely the fish. You're talking about the astrological signs, right? I am. Isn't there one about, I don't know. Anyway, just continue. I'm going to sleep on it. Are you just talking about <laughs> star shapes in the sky with the weights? and the, what, I don't mean, what do you mean? I'm so confused. Constellations? <laughs> no, honey. We're, Listen, you that's had all right. it right. We've given you, know, you guys a lot of important you're knowledge. You're getting colder. <laughs> on the number, six, <laughs> on the number 69. So I'm just take everything, take everything that we put in there and just sleep on it. It'll be fine. Just, just sleep on 69? Yeah, just sleep on 69. All right. We're okay, gonna... just kidding. It was cancer. My bad. Anyway, oh, cancer that's the sign. Oh, yeah, but it looks like 69. Cancer. Oh, see, it's a cancer sixty-nine. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I don't that. Like that. <laughs> I don't like that one bit at all. Welcome, people. It is episode sixty-nine. We are very excited to have you with us today. Welcome, as to you our can 69. tell, Michael's here, and uh, so is Chrissy. We are here for another episode of Finding My Fit at forty. I still had to get it in. I have to. No, you did great. I did. Yeah, I did. it's okay then. It. I'm sorry. Oh, now I'm good. Yeah, right, you can good. even do it again in the middle Thanks. and at the end. Like that's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. Like the two ends of the nine and the six. Well, yeah. Okay. They just go together so well. <laughs> they just fit together so perfectly. Right. That's what it is. They're it's like something interlocking. About the way that they fit. It's something. There is about something about the way something about that. Something about that. It's upside it's, down and it's. Yeah, and then they. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> it's just fun to say orally, you know. Yeah. It is. I am not mature enough for this conversation. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not. I think you are the appropriate level of mature for this conversation. You're fine. 
We've got a good episode for you today. Um, I don't know how many 69 jokes we're going to make today, but there's probably well, going to be a, a few more. more. Yeah. Um, but we have a great episode. I wanted to talk to you guys today about some stuff that we talk about kind of in passing all the time. Uh, we talk about food tremendously on this show. Us? Because, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting next to a, a 10-pound bag of gummies. It's not so. 10 pounds. <laughs> it's like a pound, isn't it? It How big is, is it? approximately two-ish pounds. Oh, two pounds of gummies. Right. It was Mike's birthday, and I saw... It was uh, Mike's birthday. Michael, happy yeah. birthday. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, so how old are you now? Like Not 22? 69. He's well, finding his fit at 43? Yes, ma'am. Wow. <laughs> Right. So Mike just had a birthday, and so I got him some of his favorite things. As most of you who are regular listen- listeners know, he is a gummy fanatic. He's 97% gummies. That's true, he yeah. The, the rest is all muscle, but... <laughs> and like peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's and 2% true. peanut butter, and then 1% muscle. That's what he is. That's it. That's what he is. Just an amorphous blob, barely supported by 1% muscle. Perfect. So I found some Sexy. sour gummy wormy things. Wormers. 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 It's warming through my heart. Yeah, they are wormers. So uh, Mike has some gummy worms. But we uh, talk about food a lot on this pod. And the reason we talk about food a lot is because we freaking love food. And it is so vital to, you know, your existence that you have to eat it, you know, every day. It literally so, drives all of your success. Yeah, literally drives your whole body, like everything. So I know we use the term macronutrients a lot. And we talk about the main macronutrients that we talk about all the time are... Uh, Fiber, protein, well, protein, I guess I should have said first, huh? That's fiber right. doesn't really count, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I, we started counting fiber yeah, as kind of a macronutrient. Right. Said, it doesn't generally count. I but said it that does. we talk about. Right. Yes. yes, that we talk about. It just felt weird that you started with it. Because I know. That was a little it, odd. It yeah. was on my brain. It I feel like it should brain. be the dead last one. The dead <laughs> last one. So, but I'm, I'm just using them as examples. But we talk about the macronutrients all the time of the things that you, Which that you need for your body. macronutrient is Greek for big nutrient. <laughs> Uh, see, that would have been a very vital point to have video because we both stared at you in just <laughs> such a way. Uh, so, much like we were during the beginning of this episode. So I wanted to talk about something that we uh, throw in passing, micronutrients. Which is Greek for? I was actually about to ask you, what's, what's that Greek for, Mike? Small nutrients. <laughs> Itty bitty nutrients. Teeny tiny nutrients. <laughs> so... I uh, looked it up today, on, or I, I looked it up the other day and was... He looked it up in his to, research over yeah, the last week. In my research yeah. that I've been doing. According to the Harvard Health, there are about 30 <laughs> micronutrients that are considered essential for your body that your body cannot produce on their own Ew, do me a fascinate. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to name correct. all them because I don't know what they all are. But I wanted to go over some of them. Because um, like I said, we, we say micronutrients all the time. I've, I've said this when we were talking earlier. Mike has said it and been like, hey, there's all these macronutrients. And then I usually eat like this because they're better micronutrients. But what does that mean? Yeah. What are some of the micronutrient things that uh, are out there that we should be concerned with? I'd also like to talk about what foods have these micronutrients that I should probably be consuming. All right, we can do that too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We can absolutely chat about that. But one of the biggest micronutrients that I saw that is one of the most, not biggest, but one of the most common things that people know about but haven't really thought about mm. is vitamin C is one of them because you know what happened. Most people know what happens if you don't have enough vitamin C. Do you guys know what it is? Like it's scurvy and scurvy die. R. Yeah, I, that, with the pirates, exactly. Right. That's one of the most common things about micronutrients, but there's a whole lot of micronutrients that do similar things that when you right. don't have enough of it, it causes issues. Uh, so 
I have looked up a bunch of different things about micronutrients. Here are, according to Harvard Health, micronutrients that work f- towards immune function. Ooh, that's important. There are five main micronutrients, according to Harvard Health, that work towards immune function. Can you name me them, Michael? Probably. I would say D is going to be in there. Zinc is going to be in oh, there. D is not zinc. in there. Really? Is zinc in there? <coughs> well, the zinc list is, is already off. Vitamin <laughs> C is in there? Vitamin C is in there. There's what about five vitamin of them. A? There is not enough vitamin magnesium? A. Magnesium? Magnesium is mm-hmm. in there. Okay. For uh, immune function, you have three of the five. Okay. Two more, two more. Are any of them off the wall, not your normal ones? I Iron? Not, no. Damn it. K? Potassium? No. No, no. not potassium. Vitamin K? No. Okay. It's more heart health anyways. I, I knew it. Yeah. K. I'm I, just I, checking. I'm just saying. All right. Okay. So you've gotten vitamin C. Ooh, copper? Manganese. Ooh, manganese. Good one. No. Magnesium. Yes. Where you said, where you said magnesium. I already said magnesium, yeah. You, when did you say magnesium? I didn't hear magnesium. Initially, before. and you're like, magnesium is one. You said that to <laughs> me. Oh, then that's one. Oh. So <laughs> zinc, <laughs> zinc, <laughs> zinc, magnesium, and vitamin C. Yeah, those are yeah. the three you got. Yeah. Vitamin E. Oh, E. Oh, E. That's and right. And B6. Oh, just the oh, six. Oh, How come there's so many Bs? So many Bs. Do they go into that? Did we just I, like, we really forgot sure. that we didn't think there was going to be more and we just kept going with C, D, and E? Maybe and then we could do some B is a semi complicated one. And I don't know if I'd have to look deeper whether or not they're all so related that they've made them in B's and sub B's, essentially. <laughs> B's uh, some of the sub-bees. B's have separate names completely. To be, fact, or not probably to all of them do. But I, they, they could <laughs> also <laughs> potentially Good just one, be Victor. named <laughs> something completely else and still do the same function. So <laughs> some of the foods, uh, we, you were talking yes. about foods. So these are the five that are for main for immune function: the the B six, the C, E, magnesium, and zinc. Which we all know, vitamin C is good for immune. They tell you. The, Do they tell us take, like more specifics about them? Yes, okay. I, I'm gonna go into what the what thing, but I didn't know vitamin E, B six, and I the zinc I've heard of that yeah, that's pretty that's good. Like I've heard zinc and vitamin like, C, but I didn't know magnesium faster. Oh yeah, magnesium yeah. is is way more important than most people give it credit for. Yeah, because your your heart runs off of, you know, you know me, I, I like to go ultra simple for a lot of things, but <laughs> your heart kind of runs off electricity. Your electrolytes can, can help with the, the electric functions of the heart. And if your heart uh, magnesium levels in your system change by like a, a super small percentage, 0.01, and don't quote me on that, but it's a tiny, <laughs> tiny percentage, then you could die. So what your what? body does, if you don't get enough magnesium in your diet, it will leach it from bones and other tissue to maintain that insanely mm. delicate balance just for your heart to function. You know, what's interesting, huh. I was sick as a dog this last week, and I was, like, super dehydrated. Yeah. Speaking of electrolytes. And I did go to the urgent care at one point, and at the time I had finally gotten, like, a bit more hydrated. And she was like, well, I'm not super concerned. Your heart rate seems, well, seems good. And I was like... I don't know why that's mm-hmm. related. But now I understand why that's related. Electrolytes, yeah. yeah. Huh. I was yep. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cool, so I'm not dead. That's important, <laughs> I guess. Thank you, ma'am. You mean oh. my heart could stop beating if I'm dehydrated? Yeah, she didn't like, tell me that part. <laughs> she didn't tell me that. <laughs> didn't tell me that. I mean, it's it's, it's funny, too, the things that, that'll creep aware. up as like one of those danger thoughts. But think about the levels of dehydration people have gotten to. Yeah. And like you probably I mean, you I was thinking about there. that a lot because I was like, I was just really struggling to stay hydrated. I was so yeah. sick. And my head was like fucking killing me. Yep. And I was like, I don't think I would make it like in a desert situation without water. <laughs> <laughs> I just would yeah, not make it. The body is an amazing mechanism. I mean, it, say, it will yeah, rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Great phrase. It, and so it'll take it from elsewhere. You, you say that. Sorry, Mike. I no, you're you fine. There. You always say it, but I'm, I'm I do. I know. I can't help it. And I just keep going. I say I'm sorry and then keep going. I'm sorry, like, but that's fuck you. Yeah, that's essentially. I mean, it's how my brain works, man. So... 
But you said about you, you wouldn't make it in a desert thing. I feel like the body's just so adaptive. I like, think if I lived in a desert, my body would adapt to it. But I feel like if you just like dropped my ass in a desert and left me there and there was no water, I don't know if I would make it. I don't think anybody would make it. Like that's John Wick did. Dude, I was like, my head was hurting, and I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch surrounded by Pedialyte and water, and my head is killing me. Like, what would I do? I don't know how all those people in the desert do it. <laughs> They're doing it. Yeah, I mean, you, there is definitely an acclimation and adaptation process. You know that from from getting used to just being in Everything. the heat summer-wise yeah. or doing cold therapy, how quickly you, you end up adapting to that. that. I was saying, yeah, all the cold therapy. <laughs> you had 10 days of cold therapy. You did great. Thank you, Michael. You're very welcome. See, so you awful. adapted, right? So the, the body does adapt It was adapt a forced for adaptation? Sure. What, yeah, but was it as bad like by the end? There was trauma involved? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. I mean, it was. I just knew it was going to be cold every time. We were the, the worst well. part is really the initial and getting And it was nice in. out, so it was like I could get out and get into the sun immediately, and I was like... Once, once you're actually for. in the cold tub and you get past that first 45 to 60 seconds of, of fight or flight, you do find this sense of calm and peace. And while you're not insanely happy, <laughs> it, it does. You do find this this kind of Zen moment where where things do calm down, and all you can think about is the breathing and the cold, and it's very meditative. But so that initial shock is, to the system sucks ass. Okay. So what you're saying is your body gets used to that while robbing your joy from you. Yes, is that how yes. it works? I okay. mean, that's good. All see, right. I see. So you did that in jest. It uses your happiness <laughs> that you had. You're not to keep wrong, you alive. but oh, you okay. refine yeah. joy yeah. in the moment, and then you yeah. get out and you're cold, and then you lose the joy again. Mm. But then yeah. it comes back when you realize how energized you joy, are. Joy, so. Fascinating. Yeah. So, so, so here's some foods yeah, that go with foods. these vitamins. Yeah. Let's see if you guys can guess any of them. Okay. Vitamin B6. What do you think? Some of these were weird for me. There's only they only put they only list a couple. There's like four or five. I'm sure there's way more foods than these. <laughs> well, you I don't know like, if our guesses are wrong. Then I would yeah. say <laughs> your, your leafy greens and, and veggies. No. Well, B6. Yeah. B6. According to again Harvard Health like steak. is in chicken. Oh, I like oh, chicken. That's a meat one. Okay. okay. All right. Cereals. Oh, cereals bananas love a banana oh shit yeah pork loin <gasps> i don't know why pork loin has to be mm, different from the regular pork but apparently pork loin because oh. it's, it's a less fatty meat i'm assuming maybe i don't know some of the fattier and meats you end up getting vitamin e from it's usually beef potatoes potatoes with the skin oh. i love the skin i, I do too i'm a big skin guy. i also like the skin but you know like if it's cooked appropriately, yeah. baked potatoes and little sour cream <clears throat> and salt mm. and pepper and I like eat the whole As thing like a taco almost. Like nah. just the whole, uh, I, I go, do like big baked oh, potatoes, so but I like good. it when they're chopped more oh, and roasted and you get like a decent seasoning in the I mix. I like that too. So get, yeah. I've uh, literally potato, eaten like so broth, noodles, and crackers for the last week, and now you guys so are going to start talking about potatoes. What I'm thinking is going to happen potatoes. here is the more yeah. we talk about it and getting you in this comfort zone, the more your body's going to acclimate to the idea of having these delicious foods, and it's going to say, fuck you, to the last remnants of the uh, the, the virus, virus yeah. and you're going to be able to eat. Not sure that's how that works. I'm not sure. See, that's the key true. phrase there was you're not sure. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> not a doctor. Vitamin C. This <laughs> is an doctor. easy one. Ooh, oranges. Which one? Fruits in vitamin general. C. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. strawberries have huge vitamin citrus. C. Citrus. Any kind of citrus. Is gonna have it. Yeah. Uh, tomatoes that, too, I think. Have yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There was a couple things in here that I didn't uh, that they put. Hated that, tomato. Tomatoes, <laughs> sweet peppers, <laughs> and, okay. and the broccoli. Ooh, yeah. I like broccoli. Broccoli's got a good amount of. Yeah, apparently I was not aware. Um, now, vitamin E. Okay. This one, I will be very impressed if you. It's in beef. Like grass-fed, grass-cut. That's because it's not commonly really known. That we've, we've talked about this before when it comes to I push people away from organic protein powders because what, what the difference between the organic and, and 
beef wise and then how it gets to a powder the i think it's oleanic linoleic i can't remember it's a it's a very favorable fatty acid and vitamin e is essentially processed out of it by the time it becomes a powder so all you're doing is paying for the quote-unquote organic name at that point but not getting the benefits of what yeah. an organic beef maybe that's why it's not on this list then because they don't want to say beef when it's not always and, and i get that yeah so that makes sense uh, i don't know what you got vitamin e sunflower seeds and oil okay almonds Oh. Safflower oil. So seed oils, basically. And yeah. Mike is so full of vitamin E all the it's time. Bullshit. Is it bullshit? Gummies? It. You get it in bullshit? It's in gummies. It's in, <laughs> in peanut no. butter? It's in peanut butter. Ah. Fuck yeah. So again, it's, that's going to be seed oils. And, yeah. th- and that's not what I knew. And I think seed oils over this this last, let me say year or so, have been highly, highly I, demonized. Does it tell you what's the goodness about vitamin E or what all these things do? Does it tell you a little bit? Well, these are all these are all just based for immune function. Uh, okay, That's, so it doesn't all, tell me like specifically what it. I'm just no, curious. there. I well, yeah, we might get good. there with yeah. some of this other stuff that I have. Um, but this these are just ones that is specifically for immune function because I felt like immune function is a. I very, agree with you. Very, As someone who important. just died for a week, I should have been paying <laughs> yeah. more attention to these. And I don't pay like. I, I don't pay attention to any of this stuff. We yeah. say micronutrients all the time. And I'll, I'll circle oils. back around when, yeah. when we get through <laughs> That's these. That's the one thing that I took out of this, too. Yeah. I was like, vitamin E, what do I eat? Because I don't even eat... I know you love peanut butter. I don't even eat a ton of peanut I don't butter either. personally. You don't, so yeah, but you high. also don't need to eat a ton to just to get the vitamins. So every, everything but vitamin C and B are fat-soluble. So your body will store these things as you take them in, in, well, in fat stores, use. so that you can then get back around to them. And so I have another list. Uh, this one is from the Linus Pauling Institute out of Oregon <laughs> University. I love Linus. And uh, I know his blankie's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I went right there with you, Mike. So My dude. There is, this one gives you how much of everything you need. And it's so it's all in milligrams. It is, yeah. It's not even in grams. Like yeah, it's yeah. such a fine. Well, that's again, that's of all of the micronutrient that then yeah. takes on a little bit more zone because while you're taking in a decent calorie hit for most of your macronutrients, you can some of these are, are done in milligrams to micrograms. And and so they are small, small doses but to give you what you need. What's crazy to me on this is according there are like this one or this list on the Linus Institute, uh, it brings up a lot of these micronutrients. It has a lot more micronutrients other than the ones that I'm mentioning here. And the amounts that you need vary per men and women, but they also vary for women versus uh, st- like regular and pregnant. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and breastfeeding. Regular. Ma- Macronutrient <laughs> macro- macro- recommendations are different. Regular and human. pregnant. Regular and prego. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I end up having to actually adjust pregnant women's and post-pregnancy breastfeeding females protein intake and calorie intake as well. Now, the, the typical, you just burn a, a blanket 500 extra calories breastfeeding a day isn't quite accurate. But you do have greater protein needs. Yeah. You have a greater, sometimes you have less. Like in this, uh, which one I was just looking at? Some of them, it, you have to take in less than what you did when you were And so I, I wonder if they're, they're more concerned about storing too much of the vitamin and then poisoning the baby to a I certain extent. I have no extent, idea. And some of these too, uh, uh, on this list, this is the part that I, that, kind of blew my mind too was a lot of these amounts of everything you need it's so not controversial but like not everybody agrees with the the levels of anything there's been a lot of science out there that goes both ways no so the the (laughs) (laughs) that's what i've read here's the problem with with studies is there are some poorly done studies that can show something and somebody's like well this is the study and this is this is the research and there's a study on the other side that that 
was done very, very well. That shows, you know, on the opposite side of the spectrum. So you can't take single studies all the time. Like, it's fun to see a study and, and see how it was done, and then you'd be like, well, okay, some, here's some confounding factors in there. Or they didn't have enough people, or there was trained versus untrained, and there was no placebo, there was no blind. So you want to take a meta-analysis, which is a bunch of different studies to find correlating facts that went with them, and that's how we tend to get better and better evidence. So let's, let's go to vitamin D. What is the, the RDA of that, which RDA is, is recommended daily allowance. Uh, let's see. The vitamin D. I'm going to guess it's about two grams. Vitamin D. I'm going to guess 2,000. 600. 600? IU. Whatever IU means. I don't know what IU means. What's that on the bottom? It says 2,000 IU. So, so that's what else I was going to get to, which well, this is what I, I didn't finish. So it has it broken down by that. But the difference is these are what the recommended are, and then this is what the Linus Institute recommends. They're different things because they have found in different studies or the way that they put data together how much different it is. But the dramatic difference is in adults, this says 600 IU. According to the Linus Institute, it says 2,000 IU. Correct. That's quite it, the varying and difference. And, and also, they've, they've found studies have shown that that's too low. So I recommend 5,000 IUs for, for the average individual. It's, it's a microgram, I believe. It's similar to sure. micrograms. It's smaller than milligrams. I wasn't going to bring so up the tiny. measurements at all, but Mike. Oh, actually, it's not micrograms, but so. but like two thousand IU's is like one hundred and twenty-five micrograms or something like that. There's a weird transition, but they're smaller than milligrams. So so they. It's an international unit usually used to measure fat-soluble vitamins. The conversion of IU to milligram varies depending on the nutrient. That's fascinating. That's super helpful. Not at all. So, so How do you measure that? That's so dumb. There have been studies <laughs> upwards of, of five to 8,000 IUs of vitamin D. And vitamin D controls like a tremendous amount of DNA markers and, and has a, a tremendous amount of health benefits. So I tend to recommend 5,000 IUs of, of D in a, a very important <laughs> supplement. That's <laughs> I'm not mature enough <laughs> for Vitamin D injections. <laughs> all right. For vitamin D, 40 IU... One microgram of vitamin D is 40 About IU. 40 IU. 400 IU of vitamin D is 10 UG. Jeez. So I think you're just making up letters over there. You're just randomly UG, University of Georgia. Yeah, oh. got, you, got you. It's fascinating. Um, <clears throat> so I have more to talk about vitamin D later. What does it I tell was going to bring vitamin that up. E. Hold on. Yeah. Vitamin E, you said? Hold on, we'll get there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> let, me, let me finish here. Well, so the vitamin D I want to get to later <laughs> okay, in a little that, bit. And that's fine, so we'll but I, I wanted to bit. check another couple of the ones because I, I, you know okay, I have a, we'll a get, list of. Okay, let him we'll run get his there. episode. No, I will. I'm just putting an overarching thought process so we can keep it in our think tanks. Your think tank. Does not stop thinking. It leaks. My, <laughs> think, <laughs> your think tank, is my think tank runs deep and it does leak. It's leaking. It's leaking. <laughs> um, so anyway, let me quickly then go through instead of making you guys guess on these. Uh, <laughs> since Michael's getting uh, restless, I have so much knowledge trying magnesium, to pop out my think tank. So there's also the magnesium. Magnesium is found in whole wheat legumes, which I don't know why they put peanut butter and then not legumes earlier because that's peanuts what it, are. Or, peanut is. I guess so, but I don't think they have like the same I goodness. So. It is, but I don't think it has the same <laughs> the same goodness as like other beans and other legumes. No, it definitely doesn't. Peanuts are well, like kind of kind of the well. According to magnesium, has whole wheat, there. legumes, nuts, and <laughs> seeds. Is mag have magnesium, zinc. Is found. This one is found fun because I enjoy oyster oysters, and oh. there's like a lot of zinc in oysters. Really? It's found in red meat too, isn't it? Beef shank. Oh. Apparently, it matters right. what part of the beef. That's interesting too, because you Alaskan think muscle is made of crab. muscle is made of muscle. Yeah. Ooh. Alaskan king crab. Right, well, who zinc? can't afford that? And turkey, <laughs> but the dark meat. 
Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> of turkey, you find zinc That's in it. Usually when I think of beef, so too, I'm thinking of fattier cuts. So if I don't eat meats, which I do, by the way, no, I know just in case yeah, anyone yeah. is out there thinking Where do you get I don't. this yeah, stuff from? Where the fuck are you getting your zinc from? It's uh, just something. So I don't you're know, you're having a supplement for the most part. No, he's saying <laughs> wheat, though, too. You're just going to get it in less uh, amounts. Oh, well, yeah. I do like wheat. So you asked earlier, Chrissy, <laughs> what these vitamins do. Like, Yeah, I kind of would like to know. So here's some of them. We'll start with the zinc. It exists in hundreds of enzyme reactions. It assists, assists. Did I say assists? You did, you but did I wasn't going to call you out. You're fine. I, I just thought okay. you were adopting a German accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For one word. Only one word. That's it. And then I'm out on the German accent. That's all <laughs> It assists in hundreds of enzyme reactions. It assists in hemoglobin production. Interesting. It assists in antioxidant enzymes. Assists, anti, not in. I put in in there because there was in in the other two. See what I did there? Yeah. Assists <laughs> antioxidant enzymes, and it supports immune function, which is what we were talking about. It that. also aids in testosterone so, production, too. This so house, they're covering everything. Uh, this zinc, uh, this is off that, that line is Pauling. They have other foods here, too. They say beef in general, not They say shank, cheese so at the know. end. It says, yeah, it says but I also say milk, beef and yogurt, cashews, chickpeas, almonds, peanuts, cheese. Yeah. And dark so meat chicken? So there are other things. Mm-hmm. Mm. So basically, basically meat, and so th yeah. there's a, an overarching thing we're gonna find too as you go through all these, and we'll we'll cover it at the end because a lot of I, I would imagine by this point there are a lot of people that are thinking like, well, fuck, how how many things do I have to eat to make sure I get all of these things in, and how much do I have to focus on it, and I'll cover that towards the end. So you just keep doing what you're doing. Well, I I, mean, I was gonna say kind of my overlapping. I mean, I was gonna get to it kind of at the end that as well, yeah. but the kind of idea is like. I'm going to give out so much information on these micronutrients because be I became fascinated with it as yeah, I kind of went absolutely. into it. And the more I looked at it, the more I'm like, if I just eat right, I don't have to care about any of this stuff yeah, because exactly. I will be You there. will touch that's, all of yeah, these. And basically that's, correct. And yeah. that's kind yeah. of the idea. But I also... I'm also, we've talked about this numerous times, I like to know, mm -hmm. and me just oh, knowing sure. has helped me to understand and do the things that I need to. It also helps you make better, more food informed choices. decisions yes. as, as you're choosing food as well. 100%. And so the vitamins and minerals I tend to use as more of an insurance policy. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll take those in to cover any nutrition gaps that I But that I was I definitely have. curious as to, like, again, what Chrissy said, like, what do they do? What are this? Right. Like the vitamin B6, let's go find it. Here it is. The vitamin B6 does, it supports a wide variety of metabolic reactions. It assists in neurotransmitters, hemoglobin, oh. and DNA production. Interesting. And did, yeah. you, did you know that there are people out there that can't process B efficiently? Influences oh, yeah. what? Yes. Any all the bees or just one bee? Most of the bees. So you can get something. Called I would think they couldn't <laughs> process the D. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, some can. Episode sixty-nine. Huh? <laughs> B. So B goes through what's called a methylation process. Your body methylates it internally, and so people who have um, crap. What's that called? I'll think of it in a second. It's an acronym, but it, it tends to come along with with PCOS symptoms and and. Um, Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. I'm looking it up, Michael. Well, you think about it, and I have a question yeah, for it's, you. It's an acronym for can't methylate bees. Can't it's, it's the simplest way to, to do it. Methylate. Yeah, simplest. There's yeah. something so, so simple So you can actually supplement that. methylated bee, so it's already methylated for you. So people who are not processing that well or have digestive issues that they can't really narrow down, it's worth going in and getting checked for... Um, oh, MTFR. It's your MTFR gene. MTHFR. <laughs> Variant. I always called it the motherfucker gene, but that's not really what it stands for. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> my my ex-wife uh, had had those issues, and you can have a, a single zygote or double zygote, and it comes with a couple of different confounders. But but the overwhelming amount of people have 
that have that gene, and males and females can have it, but it's more typically female-oriented, you cannot methylate bees. And so you have to supplement methylated bees, and that tends to start fixing a lot of those given issues. <coughs> to methylate a bee? <laughs> it's, you're, I guess you're... you're Attaching a methane molecule oh, or okay, something, okay, but okay. it's a process that the body naturally has to go to to then like ferment your foods and digest and, and do whatever. Bodies are so ridiculous. Oh, they're fucking fascinating. It is so ridiculous. All right, question. Yes. According to the World Health Organization, who? Okay. Who? <laughs> I said the World Health Organization. He's <laughs> um, kicking out dad jokes all day. <gasps> I am old. You are. I you didn't are. even have to be a dad. <laughs> uh, you are a dad. Teddy is your baby. That's right. My um, little teddy bear. Little My babe. little cub. According to the World Health Organization. Who? <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. It's still me laugh. There are three main micronutrients that they consider to be the most important on a global public health scale that a deficiency in these threatens populations. Okay. Can you tell me what All these right. three are? And it's not vitamin C? It is not vitamin C. Interesting. There are three... Shit, I want to say D again. Of course you want to say the D. I do. Um, D. But is it right? It is not right. <laughs> so there's three... There's only one vitamin. Interesting. Oh, magnesium? Nope. A? Zinc. Nope. B. A is correct. A. I mean, A okay, is correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, a. All right. Vitamin A. B? Which, hold on, let's <laughs> break down one. Vitamin A, or retinol, according to this, yeah. it says, essential for normal vision and immune function. Remember, this is on a worldwide, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're talking, I feel like it, it's mainly talking about like really impoverished areas. Okay. Correct. Threatening right. uh, populations. Uh, it's essential for normal vision and immune function. It's needed for cell growth and development. Mm. I feel like that's a big Oh, piece. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And then carotenoids like B carotene. I don't know if I said that right. The carotene? carrot is it K E R A T I N? No, it's not no. a K. It's a C. Oh, okay. Like whatever uh, can be converted to vitamin A by the liver as needed. So if you get B carotene, it'll can turn it into vitamin A by your liver. Apparently, you trying to say carrots? What? Well, there is vitamin A in carrots. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're different. So the uh, vitamin A is in beef liver, fortified cereals, eggs, butter, fortified milk, uh, which fortified, I feel like they're it's not processed. They're yeah. adding those. So <laughs> therefore, no? oh, wait, okay. what? fortified no. is not processed. Its vitamins and minerals are added to I just to said that. How did you just say no to me? The one no, word I said, I said no to him. Was he was louder than you. Oh. So my loud no was for him at that yes, point. Yes, but if it's added, therefore it was processed. Why? Because how else are they going to F and add it? They're not you just going to go, poof, a, it's in there. Yeah, like, you can add a vitamin and mineral to anything. Literally anything. By processing it. and like that, that could be one way. a but process of adding it, that is a process. Well, correct? true, but you could take a whole natural food and go through the process of cooking it. Is it processed now? Technically, yes. Nope. Yeah, I don't really know what the actual definition of a process well, I, I mean, I think is. we're just, we're kind of mincing words yeah. at yeah. that point. It's, it's, but I'm but, saying like... Uh, the reason I'm saying that is because that fortified means there was an extra step. What he's added. meaning is it doesn't come that way naturally. Yes. Yes. True. And so, right, in order enough. for it to be fortified, it has to go through a process that also costs money. And those processed foods, if you will, that do that are harder to come by on um, impoverished areas. That's let's, what I'm. Yeah, that's like my, I mean, that's lovely maybe, about maybe. all our cereals because our cereals are all fortified. But let's touch yeah, on yeah, flour yeah. in general. <laughs> you know, a lot yeah. of people are trying to choose between whole wheat flour and and white flour, and white flour tends to be. Fortified. 
Yeah. And so what happens enriched, is... Enriched, if you will. Enriched, if you will. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're pulling something out during that processing of the flour. You're not having the whole grain anymore. And so they're adding in, you know, vitamin B and, mm-hmm. and D or E or whatever they're adding to the mix. So a lot of people are simply looking at white flour as worse for you. Yeah. When, in fact, it can have some more vitamins. It's easier to process some, than so whole, whole wheats it. and grains and things like that. And it's cheaper. But whole grains super important. Oh, I've absolutely! In all this, there's like a lot of extra micronutrients absolutely. in whole grains. Interesting. Uh, so the three that were in here that yeah, you ahead. guys did not get, uh, you got vitamin A. <laughs> we did. We nailed that one. You're gonna kick yourself when I say the other. Oh, this okay. next oh one. man. Uh, iron. Oh, iron. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it feels yep, right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and that's I, gonna aid with with females immune function and being able to give birth and stuff. That, that, well, yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. So iron. Do you know what happens from not having enough iron? What is it called? Anemia. There yeah. you go. I was just, I'm pretty sure no, you guys knew, knew yeah. that. But that's one of the things. So, and for those of you that don't know, anemia is, would you like to give a definition of anemia, Mike? Uh, low blood cell count is generally going to be, you're mm. anemic. Is it? No. All I know is that you have low iron. So I feel like people are like, cool, Low iron. Iron aids in creating blood. So when you bleed, as in menstruating, yeah. that's why women tend to be as in anemic. What? Menstruation? Oh. I didn't hear the T. I heard menstruating. 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 Okay, got it. All right, we're good. All right. Apparently, we're just insulting everybody's way they say things today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I prefer looking I'm German for one word. insulting you know, and whatever. more poking at a little bit, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, the anemia from what I understand, is, I guess I should probably look that up, um, is it, the iron is used also in carrying oxygen, to in your blood, and so it it regardless of yeah. whether or not you have less blood volume, less red blood cells, yeah, less it has iron, less red blood yeah, cells. It's, it's yeah, it's all going to be less oxygen is carried. So your your thought process on that is correct. Because I was ish. I was going to say I think I'm also thinking of sickle cell anemia. That's like a, oh, okay, that's yeah. a whole different okay. scenario. It is it a little is. different. That's, so that's I think very that might much be genetic. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what um, I'm yeah. So basically, about. you're not wrong. It's the lack of red blood cells leads to reduced oxygen right, flow because in they the carry body's oxygen. organs, and that's nope. why people get all cold and okay. miserable. So iron, super important. You can find iron in beef, fortified cereals. Again, the same kind of deal. Yeah. Meat's hard to f- come by, with that, which makes sense why iron is one mm-hmm. of those things yeah. in impoverished areas. Ooh, is iodine one? Fortified. It is. Ooh. That Ooh. is the last one, iodine. I tie that in with the red blood cells. Uh huh. Because your thyroid function. That's the iodine yep. component of thyroid hormones. Yep. It's in so again, cod, iodized salt, <laughs> potatoes with skin. I feel like that was a little bit easier to get potatoes with skin, yeah. but milk, shrimp, turkey, navy beans, like all. It, yeah. Basically, it, it tends to be stuff. seafood that will naturally give you most of the iodine. So, so cultures and places that don't eat a lot of seafood would find that they're more iodine deficient. And having healthy like thyroid functions is a lot of those foods would be hard important. to come by if I was like in an impoverished nation. Well, and which, I think that's why, why way back in those the three are going to be the, yeah. the... And they're so necessary. Yeah. Component of oh thyroid God, yeah. hormone. Oh, it's iron huge. does... Iron, as we just said, with uh, uh, anemia is one of the things, but it's also a component of hundreds of enzymes. Uh, component of hundreds of enzymes? What? Sorry. I Enzymatic processes yeah. and such. Yeah. Needed for synthesis of hemoglobin. This is what we were just talking yep. about. That's yep. where it goes with the uh, uh, red blood cells. Assist antioxidant enzymes, and it's required for synthesis of DNA, which, again, that's another one of the uh, you know population growth oh, and yeah. things. That's why that's so important. And if, if you're fucking up synthesizing your DNA and stuff, what kind of things can start to ramp up? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So... I thought I found that really interesting that those three, according to the World Health Organization, are 
what threatens populations of yeah, people. Did, did you know the lack of iodine is why they start kicking out iodized salt, and that's why that's so widely put yes, out there? Yeah. It's you a, know, because a lot of people season their food. That's a way of getting iodine in the system when people weren't eating enough fish or, or whole foods that are Totally makes sense. I've actually thought about that recently. I switched away from iodized salt. Uh, I don't use table salt pretty much at all. Yeah. I hadn't been for a little while. I wasn't using it at all. We really don't use it at all either. I, yeah, I, I was using I kosher salt for everything because yeah. it tastes so much better. I like it sea makes sea salt food. too. Yeah. Sea salt. Uh, yeah, sea salt's great too. I have that too. But for the most part, I use kosher salt because it's way cheaper than sea salt for the most part too. <laughs> um, so I was using it a ton and then I realized there's iodine in the iodized salt and I need that. Maybe I'll just start using a little bit. Well, and do you, so like do you on eat some things. Or no? Do I eat seafood? Yeah. I do eat seafood. I, I'm sure like there one, are other one ways. One or two times a week, I believe, is enough to kind I don't of get enough it iodine. Often. How I much is the recommended uh, iodine there? Iodine. This is a completely different measurement. It's, it's not micrograms. IUs. It's UGs, right? It is UGs. Oh, Remember geez. I mentioned that right. earlier? You yes. told me I was just making it So in adults, it's 150. Apparently, men and women are the same. It's 150 UGs for the iodine. 220 if you're pregnant. And if you're breastfeeding, it's 290. That's what this says. Those are the recommended. So I wonder what I wonder what some of these the, the average intake in say the the Western diet is or or Eastern diet and how much p- people tend to get of these micronutrients naturally. And then, and that was, that was another point I wanted to make. So you're seeing the the wide range that's on that site. I think when it comes to macronutrients and micronutrients, a lot of the numbers we've seen um, that science has kind of kicked out has been what's going to keep you alive. Not, and what we tend to focus on mm-hmm. is what's going to keep you thriving and, and athletic and able to, thing, to get stronger. Because we talk about that cetera, with protein. What's the level of protein that's technically keep you alive? Like oh my 40 God. Like, grams? Like, so point, like point have, 0.3 or have, point 0.4 times your body weight or yeah, something like that. They it's have a few things. Low. So they say recommended dietary allowance, yep, adequate intake, oh, estimated nice. average requirement, and the tolerable upper intake level. I like that. So they've kind of like hit four different... Yeah. Levels I like that. Of, hmm. Very interesting. So, so the couple of things that I take therapeutic doses on, this is what I tend to recommend, is vitamin C, because you can't really take take too much of that. Your body will pee it out, yeah. and or you'll find yourself a little bit of diarrhea. But Wait, that's on what? the way upper limit. Vitamin C? No, sorry. I, I'm oh. just reading. I'm sorry. Gotcha. It's all good. It's all so good. The, I didn't even hear what you just said because I read this thing. So on iron, it says there's a little asterisk here under men. On what? Because it says they should have about eight milligrams. That one's just a normal standard thing. Women eighteen, pregnant women twenty-seven of iron. Breastfeeding only nine milligrams of iron if you're breastfeeding. That's interesting. Uh, Adults over fifty should be eight milligrams, but it says men and postmenopausal women should avoid taking iron-containing supplements. Why would that be? Men and postmenopausal women. Because they're like men? Is that oh, what that is? Oh, well, postmenopausal women aren't bleeding anymore. Again, we, we just discussed I how... I guess the whole thing is about bleeding. You're not bleeding when you're breastfeeding, Correct. I guess, yet either. Like oh, you but why should that's you... That's a good point, too. You yeah. haven't... Re- We're not either while you're pregnant, but maybe you're trying to store enough so that you're not taking in excess yeah. when the baby's there because the baby doesn't need to get blasted maybe. with a shit ton of well, iron. No, pregnancy, it says while you're pregnant, you're supposed to be taking 27 That's my yeah, point. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out why would it be so high while you're pregnant. Because then, she's going to take that into her tissues. There's a barrier maybe. between her and, and the baby blood-wise. Also, you're, maybe it's because you're growing the baby, so you need the extra iron. Yeah. But then once you've had the baby, now you're not menstruating yet, so you right. don't need the extra yeah, iron. Yeah, because you don't menstruate while you're breastfeeding, correct? I, I don't know how long it takes until you start menstruating again. Yeah, I, but I, I don't know think it's while like not, you're breastfeeding, you're not no, menstruating, I think. I think you are. 
It's not Maybe immediate, Maybe you are. Though. I'm not. Because women, women have, have had babies within a year after having their first baby, and yeah, that means you're true. starting pretty quick. But that doesn't mean yeah. that they breastfed immediately. If they didn't breastfeed their child, I, then I, it starts We quicker. need to look that up. I'm pretty sure yeah, you, you start works. the ability to, to have more babies very but quickly after having But it makes sense that women are getting more. I'm, but yeah, I'm I don't not. know why, why you don't. That's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, when we will do a, a child... Uh, We'll do right. So while you're looking that up, I want to touch. I'm not looking it up because I, I mean, somebody look that up. But while while somebody's is or is not, I want to touch on the vitamin C again. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This brings me off to the the whole collagen protein movement. Okay. And a lot of people are still selling and or buying into to collagen protein, and the studies have have shown that collagen protein. They they did studies where they had uh, the group supplement with collagen protein, and they had supple, um, the group study with uh, taking whey protein supplements, and then they measured. Um, connective tissue protein synthesis, and they found that the collagen protein did not stimulate uh, connective tissue protein synthesis more than whey protein. Like, neither one of those really kicked that up. And so that's what, what they tend to advertise a lot for that, and then they'll do skin and hair and nails, when the I, fact is, if you have enough protein, whole, whole protein sources, and enough vitamin C, your body has everything it needs to provide its own collagen, take care of hair, skin, nails, et cetera, et cetera, and, and rebuild what you need to rebuild. Yeah, I've seen ads where it's like, you have bones, right? You have connective tissues. You have joints, <laughs> right? Yeah, you want to take care of them with collagen. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a horseshit marketing scam. The, the science is not there on that, and you're, you're going to be able to save your money by getting a lot more whey protein. It's so much more expensive. Like, way more. Because people want to look good, feel good, age well, and, and it really comes down a lot to looks. And I found I've aged better by taking in, I take three to 5,000 um, milligrams of vitamin C daily. And then I get wow, adequate. I get adequate if you protein. breastfeed exclusively, so this is kind of it depends. Yeah. You might get it as soon as two weeks after. Usually yeah. it's six to twelve weeks. But if you're exclusively breastfeeding, it may not return for several months or one to two years. If you yeah. keep, if breastfeeding. you keep, that's what I thought. Yeah, but that, that's going to be the extreme scenario. There are women out there, plenty of them, who have had babies while breastfeeding still because they're they're still pumping out. Kids. Almost everyone who is fully breastfeeding their babies will be. Fully breastfeeding their babies will be free of menstrual periods for three to six months or longer. Okay. So I think that's the situation. If you're not breastfeeding, it's going to come back faster. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and I yeah, believe yeah. that. That's fine. I just, I, there's, there's a time. Because there was a big push, especially in the 80s when formula came out, was like nobody breastfed. Like it was the thing to like go yeah. immediately on to. So it was way more common, I feel like. I have I, no scientific I, basis behind any of this. No, this, but this everybody is observational that I know, purely. We're not digging. Yeah, everybody that I know who are, uh, what do they call them, Irish twins that are within a year of each other. Oh, I've never heard that term. Yeah, yeah that's my, what I've heard, Irish twins. My brother and I are a year and a month apart. Okay. So we should call your mom and ask her. Be like, yo, mom, <laughs> so were you breastfeeding when you mm -hmm. got pregnant again? Like, what's the deal? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, that's, that's definitely curious. And the problem I think I find, especially over the last probably Twenty-ish years when it comes to, to averages, mm -hmm. is the average population is, is significantly more overweight over the past handful of decades, and so that comes in with a decent amount of health markers too. So the averages are going to change on what is healthy function of the human body and what is just sort of becoming the average now. Does that make sense? I'm sure it does. I'm half reading while I'm also <laughs> listening to you, Michael. So um, I love that for us. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's some of the other micronutrients that I found uh, interesting while we were going through this. Because, like, again, I've heard of these, like thiamine. Yeah. I have no idea that that's, that's, that's vita vitamin, vitamin B1. Bs, yeah. 
Oh, the vitamin B has got. We also got here. Fol- folate is so a vitamin there is B, all which is very B- important is for, for women. Yeah, it's vitamin Ribo- B two. Riboflavin is B two. There's like niacin is B three. Pantothesin. That's not how it's Panto panthera. Pantotheric. No. What is it? Pantothenic. Pantothenic acid. acid. That's what we just call that one B5. Yeah, yeah that's B5. vitamin PB. Yeah. We're calling that one B5. And We're then B6 doesn't get a cool name, apparently. Oh, B6 we should give it cool one. What should we call it? We should, I don't know. What, what do you want to call take it? Take the S out. Call it vitamin Bix. Oh. Bix? Yeah. Done. Uh, biotin <laughs> Done. is seven. Folate is B9. B12 also does also not get a cool B12. name. Yeah. Which I think the sixes and then 12, the, the no name ones. Have meth- methylation issues. Oh, your what hurts? Not yet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was pretty cool. The other thing, so I'm gonna get back to Mike. What we had, uh, you had started to get into vitamin D. Yeah. And I wanted to get into vitamin D a little bit more because everybody kind of hears that one pretty often. They do. And the reason you hear it is because how do you get vitamin D? Generally, the sun. Yeah. yeah. That is one of the main and. Uh, is a very big way of getting uh, a vitamin D. But you know it varies how much you get based off of your skin pigmentation? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, your skin, your skin pigmentation can vary how much sunlight you need. So I would assume the darker you are, the more it blocks some of the sun's rays, so you get less vitamin D? I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's how it works. Uh, is because... I also, as I was doing all this micronutrients, I'm going to um, talk a little bit more about the vitamin D, and it led me into the sunlight, Think looking at sunlight. And I found out the human body need for sunlight in general is so much more dramatic than I thought. Like, I did not realize how much we need, need it and what we need it for. Yeah. Like, what? take some guesses. What do you guys think? What occurs with sunlight or that sunlight does for you other than I mean, vitamin D? It helps regulate circadian rhythm. What, I, your what hurts? I, I, I think... That's actually the, one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a big one. Well, what's that's the one that I didn't realize. So I've read one of the first things you should do when you wake them, up but I feel like it, go walk out in the sun. Yes, yeah, that's like what it, I was going to say. It makes a big difference for like, which is like my general happiness, like the way that oh I my God. feel. Yes. Is that like, seasonal depression is, is a real thing. And the oh, more you you find yourself even stuck inside, I'd imagine you get some of that. But I didn't know why. I didn't know why. Yeah, I me. felt that way too. So it is recommended to get five to 15 minutes early in the morning yeah. sunlight. The reason is because exactly what Mike had just said, but I'll say it in less big words. Um, basically, it's like the, 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 I saw a video of a guy talking about it, and he basically said that think about walking into a room with all, a ton of alarm clocks, and they're all set at different times. He goes, that's how your body is. When you go out in the sun, it sets all those alarm clocks at the same time, and it puts them all together, mm-hmm. and it coordinates your body so that all of the systems, all of your organs and all your systems in your body are now on, on rhythm together. They're all together. Sunlight does that for you. The other thing it does is it sets the timer for when you're going to have melatonin release to help you fall asleep later. So getting up and getting in the sun right away Helps your body be like, okay, in 12 hours from now, it's time to release melatonin because that's when it's time for bed. Yeah, I think drinking your coffee outside in the morning is the move. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, I don't I, drink I coffee, just, so no, I don't I just so. recently found but, this out because I've used so melatonin for, for a while. I started using it again. Melatonin is actually a very powerful antioxidant. And it's one of those things that you don't 
it's, it's not addictive. So if you find that you're in front of blue light too often, especially towards the end of the night, uh, or you're having a hard time winding down, melatonin is a phenomenal damn supplement. Um, and it's best taken sublingually because there's something with how it processes the, like a drop the liver the a little less situation? efficient. I do the dissolvable one. Okay. That tastes pretty good, and I just leave it under my tongue until it dissolves. Okay. Huh. Yeah, and so the reason uh, we were talking about the happiness part. Yeah, why? Why am I so? Why does it affect my happiness? It increases your serotonin and dopamine. Yeah, that makes there sense. It does do that for sure. Yeah, and that's what helps fight off the pressure. I've heard again. So then it made me think about all the things that I've heard in the past and stuff. And in Alaska, they have those really long, oh God, like yeah. darkness yep. periods. Yeah, it's like I don't know forty how days of darkness or whatever. Um, did you know? I found this fascinating then, and now it makes even more sense. They actually have, during that time, they have light rooms. And so you can go sit in a room that is daylight, and that basically, so you can just be in there for like an hour in like what feels like daylight yeah. because they have such depression issues. My, my problem with it, I have the opposite I, side I too. Probably a dark room a, for all day time. That's true. Yeah. So you have lots of yeah. sunshine. I, feel I have like, like it's a, easier a, to have a dark sunlight room. lamp that's supposed to like mimic the sun to make you happier in the sad times. But the problem is like, I do not feel the warmth on my skin and I don't know why, but like that is important to my brain. I get that. Like I it's like, a big sensory I like thing. to I get feel that. the warmness. Yeah. One of the other things that I saw with the sunlight, I don't know exactly how it does it, but apparently it also helps increase your bone strength. Hmm. Like, because it's giving me your, vitamin D. Yeah, or I don't something? know, but it does. It's that was one of the other things that I saw in passing. Well, that's that. interesting. I'd like yeah. to see a study on that. But it, do, there's a correlation between vitamin D and vitamin uh, calcium. Calcium. Yeah, yeah. That's, what yeah. that's why you tend to get a lot D of and vitamin calcium. Vitamin calcium. Vitamin calcium. Yeah. <laughs> Say it's not. It's actually it not. It's a mineral. But yeah. Say it's not. It is. So calcium is, is another important one as well. And a lot of people, there's, there's more and more people these days that are not drawn to dairy, either they just weren't drinking it much or eating much growing up, or there's that big lactose intolerant movement, but it's also the gluten intolerant movement, et cetera, et cetera. Now people are lactose intolerant, yeah? That's <laughs> to like a, a, to a certain extent, yeah, yeah because of what, what happened with, with milk is they started, um, oh shit, what's the process? Homogenization is one, but that just makes all the, the fat in the milk even, yeah. so it, it's smoother. Uh, the other one is where you cook the bacteria out of it. I'm spacing on it. Yeah. Uh, pasteurization. Pasteurization. Yeah, pasteurization. Well done. Uh, oh, that's right. Louis Pasteur. Oh, Louis. So, so when they started pasteurizing it, they, they started murdering the enzymes <laughs> in milk that actually help you break it down. So there, is, there used to be lactase in the milk, which is why raw milk is, is one They're of those They're adding really cool like lactase into milk now. Have so Yes, they yeah. are. That's, that's why my Are you my a fa- raw milk person? I would love raw milk. Yeah, I love whole milk. I, I love raw, but you can't buy raw milk no, just anywhere. It's I illegal. saw some, yeah, because it's like not better for you. Oh, yes, it is. So where did you see it? So I've seen, well, okay, so this is another one of those the things that I saw that during this whole thing. it's not been treated. Correct. So, so if the cow has not been taken care of well, you have a chance of, of getting sick off of that raw milk. That's why it was, it was you know, made illegal for the most yeah, part. Yeah, you know, but it's like you've raised this cow yourself and you're caring for it, you probably could drink its raw milk and be fine. But, like, the fact that we are ma- mass-producing milk, right. you know, for it to be safe for consumption and to sell and for people to not get fucking sued. Right, and, and the good thing about, you know, like the milk we tend to drink with the carb masters, you're, just, you're getting a bigger protein hit. It's a, it's a little more calorie-friendly where you can make that fit in there a little bit better. So... Fitness wise, like I, have, and, and I have several friends who are lactose intolerant. And granted, like they grew up in the 90s or the yeah. 80s, and so like milk just fucks them up now. I mean, it didn't well, always, I grew and all up of in a sudden, the 80s. I, drink I milk know, nonstop. Well, you're not lactose intolerant, Michael. Well, I think, every, like you said, I think everybody's a little bit lactose intolerant. I'm not you get lactose a little intolerant, gassy or a but little my, I have several friends who are like, and I 
grew up. Bad. My cousin yeah. is, you know, very lactose intolerant. Yeah. We grew up together, and it's like it, it took us even a while to figure out what the fuck was wrong yeah. with her. All of a sudden, um, but they add lactase now yes. into. But now she doesn't even really drink milk because it's like been years. Right, and they, had, they just started doing it. Yeah, they yeah. just she drinks soy milk and oat milk and a bunch of other shit. Ew. But I kind of wonder. If she could drink this milk that they're adding lactase to and, like, be okay. Well, some are adding lactase to it and some are just lactose-free. I think they yeah, remove maybe the lactose. I don't know what the fuck the, how they the, do the it. The Fairlife and the Carb Master, I think, is they say lactose-free. But you can also just buy lactase enzymes. I mean, she, does, she does. And yeah, she does. She yeah. does. You know, when we eat ice cream and stuff. But, like, just straight milk. So we, if you're not getting good. enough dairy, that's when it's, it's the right time to, to supplement with calcium. Yeah. And, again, the RDA for calcium is, is low. You should be taking in 500 to 750 milligrams of calcium. Same thing for magnesium, number this one. This is 1,000. Damn. What? A thousand milligrams. No calcium. shit. Oh, so finally the board? shit's starting to catch up. That's yeah, great. That's what this says on calcium. So uh the raw milk thing, I've seen so according to the FDA, yeah. Yeah. raw milk does not cure lactose intolerance. No, it didn't say it did. Okay. I thought that's where you were leaning with that earlier. No, if, if somebody is legitimately lactose intolerant, then that's not really gonna help them that much. But if you're not lactose intolerant, but you have some symptoms of like getting a little, you know, clogged up or or not processing as efficiently, it has the enzymes in it necessary to help help you break it down. So those people who aren't like severely lactose intolerant or even moderately, you're going to be able to tolerate raw milk a little bit better than just your typical milk that's not lactose free. And apparently uh, raw milk. So the other thing is like cows obviously have different immune systems than we do. What's that mean? So what we were saying, if you take care of the cow, blah, blah, and you do all that stuff, right. well, the cow can still have diseases that and stuff that aren't showing well, for yeah, them. I, mean, I, I that would never can, drink raw it, milk. Yeah, like to it's me, actually it's not the worth risk, it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah. It's more of like, there, it's not worth the risk of But what, if I was going mean, to have to drink raw milk, I would like to come from a cow Think about how humans for thousands of years were drinking raw milk, and think we about made it how as they a were species. Also dying in their 40s. Correct, but it wasn't from milk consumption. Do you know that? I do. I've done studies back then. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we talk about all these things. Oh, humans were doing this for so long, but they weren't yeah. living till their 80s because we've no, removed know, all a, of those things. But a lot died oh, from they infections They were so much tougher back then. But you were like dead that. at 45. Yeah. So, if, if that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, all those arguments about, well, back in the day, they used to do it. I'm like, That's the stupidest argument I've ever heard in my life because the freaking. Uh, see, now I feel like you're just calling me stupid on the air. I, I, <laughs> I know what air. I'm saying. What. Do you know how rare it but is? But it's right to your face on the air, That's if true. that makes any sense. It's rare that I'll use that as an argument, but this is such a staple in many, many cultures. If there was a big problem with raw milk, that would have shown way, way more than it is. I think that raw milk also has some more, I don't want to say more nutrients, but like I definitely remember sure some of my friends who yeah. who would get raw milk on the black market, on the raw milk, yeah. but FYI, like they knew someone who had cows. And it would now help that we're them, talking about this, I'm going to do way them, more research about this, and we're going to talk more about the raw milk thing. It would I'm help so them pack on the protein. <laughs> I don't like, really know. I don't know somehow, but it was like helpful for that. Maybe it was the extra fat that was in it or something. Probably. But it like helped him like put weight on so that he could put muscle on. Well, you bear in mind, like what, what drives testosterone production? Fat. Your fat intake. Yeah. Your fat intake, your fat stores, and, and a few other things as well. So getting more fat in a diet when a lot of people were essentially He's running like away from those, fat. He's like one of those skinny, skinny kids that has a yeah. hard time getting So he has a high metabolism, so like really moves around often. So yeah, that. that's a way of, of really boosting milk. the calories, making sure um, testosterone production is boosted. Do you have goat's milk? Anybody boosted. have goat's milk? 
I have not. No. I haven't either. I'm always just curious, but like, uh, it could be so, so I mean, I've had goat cheese. Does that not yeah, count? It's made from goat's milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, so but that's not drinking. Right? I think she's going with what's it taste? You know, drink wise. Michael, I was gonna make you hold my foot. Oh, I got you. I got you. Boo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so roughly, fat intakes of about forty percent. Uh, I think Menno Hanselman put out a study on that. We're we're keeping testosterone production maxed out, elevated, essentially yeah. for the for the natural individual. So going back to the calcium thing, we were talking about how it's in milks, yogurt, cheese. But if you are lactose intolerant and you don't do that, there are other things that you can find calcium in that I was unaware of. That ain't I got thought no milk pretty, in them? Yeah, what you got? Just not as abundantly, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Fortified cereals, again. Fortified cereals are on like, you, cereal. all of this. The small, lifesaver yes. of the world is cereal. <laughs> it is in so many of these Wait. things. What, Michael? If you're having fortified cereal uh-huh. without milk... That is weird. My kids eat dry cereal all the time. Me too, though. What? Really? Yeah. You don't. They, they can't take it in the car. I'm not giving them a bowl of milk to take in the car, but dry they can have cereal. That fascinates me. You don't eat dry cereal ever. Ever? You don't just negative. Snack I like on... it as a snacky snack. Yeah, that's what down. you know. Oh. So the other thing, fortified cereals, <laughs> rhubarb. I love rhubarb. Rhubarb pie. Rhubarb. Yeah, you never I've had never had rhubarb pie. pie. Me neither. Oh, it's so good. It doesn't sound like a pie that spinach. Have. I love spinach as well. Not as I I love spinach. I, like spinach. I love spinach too. I like to call it almonds, spinach. white spinach. beans, spinach. bok choy. I love bok choy. Oh, bok choy. Uh huh. What was the one before bok choy? White beans. No oh, white beans. Kale, beans. pinto beans, red beans. So beans. Beans. I don't know why vitamin K on them. Vitamin K is a really really important one. Okay, we'll go. We'll touch that. That's the right. I above. can't wait. I'm looking forward. to and it. And broccoli has huh. calcium. So there are plenty of other ways to there, consume. There are, but they're calcium. not as. As vitamins, uh, or vitamin again, calcium Rich. packed as, yeah. as dairy is going to be. Yes. So I, you'll I likely, it, unless you're getting a wide variety of those that are in big doses, you're still going to need to supplement with, with calcium. Would be my recommendation. Fine. Understood. Vitamin K. C. Assists in blood clotting. Oh, that's pretty important. <laughs> oh, we like it's, to blood It's a big clot. vascular yeah. part blood. Modify blood. certain proteins to allow for calcium binding. Oh. So I guess that's necessary with the calcium, huh? Pair them together. So Mm. vitamin K is is generally found in a lot, in big doses in in fermented foods. And so in a Western diet, we don't get a lot of fermented foods. So that's, it's been helpful starting to supplement that as well. Kale, shard, parsley, broccoli, spinach, watercress, leaf, lettuce, and then cashews, peas, soybean oil, canola oil, olive oil. Mayonnaise. Seed oils again, which again, people are still trying to villainize these days. They're talking about seed oils being kind of the devil type thing, and it's just not fact. The, the studies, the science is not there supporting that. What? These aren't seed oils. You just named a bunch of seed oils. Olive oil is a seed oil? Yeah. Sometimes. But you named seed oils before Olives that. are not you seeds. You just chose olive oil. What did you say before <laughs> olive oil? Canola. That's not a seed. Sure it is. <laughs> And the one before Soy that? Soybeans are not They're seeds. seeds, too. There They're is no seeds. seed oil in that one. <laughs> a lot of the other ones have seed oils in. I agree with you. That I agree with your statement <laughs> that seed oils are being villainized when they shouldn't be. Right. But that was not the example to use for the seed Well, I was in the middle there somewhere. I just knew you said them. I didn't memorize them <laughs> as you were kicking them out. <laughs> yeah, seed oils, I agree with you. They are villainized for no... A lot of food in general is villainized for no it is. reason. It is. Um, there are so many people that just want to have that shock on social media and they want to be like, oh, don't eat this thing. No, I'm you like, mean yeah, the, the well, idiots strolling through the grocery yeah. stores? Oh, I hate shit out. Oh, that's the worst. I hate that, The man. absolute worst. I mean, 
None of this should be vil- how many people vilify for cereals in general. We right. just talked about how much stuff micronutrients are in those cereals. I just had a big old bowl of uh, frosted uh, mini wheats mm. this morning. Mm. I love frosted. Mm. Mini I do too, actually. I Such really an also underrated enjoy cereal. The, the strawberry frosted mini wheats. Have you I had just those? Thinking about, I don't they're know pretty good. Those. Yeah, just try them. They're pretty good. Yeah, I you like strawberry milk? milk? I do. I love them. Then you would love them. Then you would love them. Yeah, I do like that. They make good milk. Since we were talking about Ted Lasso earlier, that's one of my favorite scenes. Is when he first yeah. pours that bowl of cereal out, <laughs> yeah. just one big chunk one of a mini wheat. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he walked out to beard, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm stuffed. I had a mini wheat." <laughs> <laughs> I don't guess it's not a mini wheat at that point. It's a whole. It's ass a wheat. wheat. <laughs> I had a wheat. <laughs> I just ate a wheat. A macro wheat, not a micro so, wheat. So yeah. hysterical. <laughs> macro. Look at you, uh, Greek for big wheat. Uh, oh my. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I love Frosted Mini Wheats. That's one of my favorite cereals. I'm still I, a Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy and a Reese's Puffs I guy. I do love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That is so good. So that's, that's, that's my cereal's fortified. I don't mind what it is. <laughs> Yo, I just had the Tres Leches. I still haven't tried that. All right. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Holy goodness. Really? I can't buy it because I, can't, I eat the whole box in like one sitting. <laughs> Damn. I, it's so good. And since we have the Carb Master, for those of you that are in a Kroger area, they have the Vanilla Carb Master. Mm. Yeah. The Vanilla Carb Master on the Tres Leches mm. is so amazing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to have to go buy it now. Uh, it is just so I like, like I said, I, the, the box has not lasted longer than two days. Dang. I, I just think, can't. I the Even full, the big, I bought a family box, two days. The full box is 800 to 1,000 calories. So you can fit that in over two days and be just fine. I do. Yeah, and, and cereal is is and I don't low care fat. Just it's fine. not it's, as calorie dense as, as people think. It's it just is mostly a decent carb. It so is Michael. pretty calorie dense. It's, it's not, not as calorie dense. So you also depending on the serving size. The serving but size also, sucks. Right. So have two of the serving sizes. You've had like three hundred and twenty calories. I feel like the serving two of the serving sizes. Still two is closer sucks. to a bowl, <laughs> but you're right. So yeah, two. That's about what I when I, I, I do would a like bowl, three servings. Oh, I generally have like five servings and a hit. Yeah, I was going to say when he also says, I feel like. You forget this part a lot, Mike, when you're like, it's not so bad. And like, it's also reference. It's also reference yeah. based off of where, what, like, What's it's not bad for you to fit allowances. in at all. It's not bad for me to fit in at all. Right. But like, it's when they're, you're eating, what are you, I don't know, 1,800 calories you talked about is about what you eat that's, at? That's like She's if I'm, half our size, Victor. She yeah. needs less calories. Yeah, but she still wants but to I eat tell as you much that, cereal. I can eat oh, I just that. as oh, much I cereal, I also want to eat know? twice as much as I eat. Like, yeah, we're all making sacrifices people. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, no. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, it, yeah, the there, there is a lot of reference as to what you look at. And, and like, it's not too bad. It's easy to do. Like, it is certain people. For certain situations, everybody's situation is different. Well, and and I, don't, but I never say it's easy to do. It doesn't mean it's impossible. Right. You can do it. It is capable. Absolutely. It you is. Just, you have. You to- know what has really helped me lately? Speaking of deliciousness, the thing. Have you guys seen these? They're shakers. I have a Snickers one and a Twix one. What do you mean? Oh, oh, the powdered. It's stuff? like a powdered yeah. shaker. Oh. You can add it on the stuff. Like so, I make. Uh, we have the. We talk about the Ninja Creamies all the time. I make the really like awesome for you ice cream that's like 200 mm-hmm. calories yeah. for a ton of ice cream and then I take some of that and shake it into the vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream nice. with it awesome it tastes fantastic and I put in like maybe a couple teaspoons of that stuff so it's like adding like 30 40 calories yeah. maybe 50 max but I get all the flavor of a delicious snickersy Snickers, wow. ice right. cream or I just got I just found a Twix one too so 
I have a Twix and a Snickers. I know Snickers. they have a Cinnamon Toast so Crunch good. one, too. They have all types of those. Mm. I feel like those are such a hack. Like, that's such a... It is. It definitely is. Like, it gives you the flavor without the abundance of mm-hmm. calories. So what, what I found, like, the, the best things that we tend to kick out or make on a regular basis, the, the key word there is we, we make them. And so the more often you take the time to, to pour into something, to pour into yourself, to pour into your health, to pour into your goals the easier it is to stay a little bit more disciplined. And it, it, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. And it's, it still doesn't fit for everybody. Because if you are literally on the go all the time, have multiple kids, yes. have you know, I'm not judging anybody. This is just kind of, it's kind of a fact. If you're able to spend the time to put into it, it's a little bit easier to stay on track. And that's kind of what I'm saying too about all the food, about like cereals. We, like stop vilifying food in general. We all have lives that are crazy. If you've got to eat the McDonald's because it's the easiest and it's the only thing that's on the way to soccer practice, I'm using that yeah. as an example because we go to soccer practice right now. Absolutely. Soccer season for us and our kids, for and they we're go we're at the soccer fields four days a week. So on the way there, we've stopped and we've eaten Wendy's, we've eaten right. Burger King. Mm. My kids were like, they wanted to, the other day they were trying to talk me in the crystal and I was like, yeah, I'm drawing the line. <laughs> like I don't want to poop myself on so, the car. So the, the thing to keep <laughs> yeah. in mind if you are fitting that in like again it's fine to do that but you have to be aware that if you're going to stop for things like that that are a little more calorie dense generally you're going to be able to you're not going to be able to have as much of that so now planning other things on the side to take with you on the go like you can have pre-made shakes to go along with you know your one double cheeseburger or it's like chug a protein shake before you that that could help too or chug a bunch of water prior to that and then have the protein shake for dessert like whatever fits your profile because i have to finish with something sweet to really feel like i've I've done what needed to be done i've done what needed to be done (laughs) Yeah, I don't always feel that way, but I do. I use the elites on the go a lot. And I will, especially if we're going to eat somewhere like that, like a Wendy's or something, I will down or I'll stop at a gas station. So you prefer to do it on the front end. I have to do it on the front end. because You'll be too hungry and you're going to order too much at that point. Yeah, it keeps me from overeating. Or I do eat. And like I'll be like I'll do what I'm thinking, but I'm like I'm, but I'm still hungry. I don't really want the shake. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Force hungry, so I want and shake I'll get first. my. I got so if I drink the shake, just down the shake, I'm fuller mm-hmm. in so general. You're digging heavily into that. I'm an adult. I can do dessert first. Yeah, I don't look and at it as a dessert. Fine. Me too. I'm, I'm, I don't either. I'm, I don't think they're that delicious. They're I'm just. Playing. I mean, I wasn't yeah. taking that super seriously. That was a playful comment. No, I get what you're. I feel like you got very worked up over vitamins and minerals, Victor. I was very fascinated by all the vitamins, and but no, on I the shape that. end, like I don't look at a lot of this stuff as like necessarily as desserts. Maybe I should because that would satiate my cravings for desserts all the freaking time. Yeah, it sort Maybe of makes it okay in Maybe your you head to, to have desserts. Maybe you should take the shakers and just uh, right in your mouth a little <laughs> bit. Just dry dock it. I think you could do it. Do the cinnamon the challenge, profile. but with the, the shakers. I love that. That way you get none of the calories, and we all get to enjoy it. it. So I just spit it out. Make sure you video it as it comes out of his nose. (laughs) (laughs) If it made it to my nose, something has gone very wrong. Very, (laughs) very wrong. I will die on the hill. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I really got into the microdosing and stuff. I thought the sunlight thing was super cool. I didn't realize how important it was. Immediately, like you need to get sunlight within the first like thirty minutes or so of you waking up. Like get sunlight as fast. I'd imagine sooner the better. You know what? My house is like dark as fuck too. Oh yeah, I've I've got blackout so, curtains. So and I everything. feel like yeah. we just like our house has no front windows. The design is really stupid. That was fascinating. It's really dumb. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I really have to like take my ass outside. And Great find fortifications the sun. from the street side. Yeah, in the zombie apocalypse. Absolutely, so. the zombies are getting us, but neither is the sunlight. <laughs> neither is we will become zombies <laughs> from yes. the lack of quite, sunlight. Quite how the zombie apocalypse work. happens. Well, a we'll very cut, interesting we'll cut you in a subject, Victor. I think uh, I'm excited to. Um, 
dig Learn more a little into bit that. More, dig more so, into that. So I did want to just kind of cap slightly. So it, it, it is a lot of information and it is very overwhelming. So having you know a, a list of vitamins and minerals that you do happen to supplement with and just trying to get as uh, the bulk of your diet should be whole nutrient-dense foods. You should yeah. be shooting for vegetables and fruits and lean meats, and you're going to basically have most of these bases covered as it is. Yeah, it's and not something to, like, panic really about. No, and then it I tend feels to look that at, way. When, I tend when, to look when I started like, looking at all this different stuff, it felt panicky. Oh, I was like, sure. how do I keep track of all this crap? And then I started seeing, oh, it's in this, oh, it's in that. Oh, wait, this has this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay. This is yeah, also where, where tracking your intake them. helps because it tends to give you a list of your vitamins and minerals from those foods specifically. Once you know your nutrition, gaps, then you can supplement yeah. as needed so that you're not really putting yourself out too much in your lifestyle as you're continuing to build towards optimal. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to dive into, for next week for my episode, I'm going to dive into uh, a little bit more about vitamins and which ones we should take and what is it like our actual multivitamins and stuff like that. So cool. I think it should be um, kind of I dig it. Take this I am totally that. into learning more about the vitamins. I, like I said, it was so much. I just kind of wanted to do an overview today about I'm micronutrients glad you did because in general. That was general. one thing that I was worried about. Is I was like, this is a lot of information. Yeah, so no, we, it we is did so we much. did highly sciencey and touch on stuff. So I think that that'll be great to have an episode where we we kind of cap on the things that you do really need to focus on. Yeah, like yeah. some of these I have never even like chromium. I've never even heard of that. Oh have yeah, that's that? that's the stuff they use for cell phone batteries. Mm. <laughs> you should eat those. <laughs> It assists insulin action, though. That seems important. It's it very important. important. Uh, fluoride. What like, has I know what fluoride in is. It? Wait, fluoride? Fluoride? Yeah, you need it. I don't what, what think has, that can't what be has, right. It's good for yeah, you need fluoride. It. It's good for your bones and your teeth. Apples no, that's something that, that they've Green shoved beans. in there. Fluoride's poisonous. Oh, fluoride, my It's good for your gosh. teeth. It keeps you from getting that's, cavities. That's, that's actually not true. It keeps you from getting cavities. Uh-oh. Yes. That was a fallacy that was put out way back in the day. Oh, Michael. Okay. I'm telling you. You're yep. going to have to do an episode on fluoride. Right? I, yep. might, I might do that. You go ahead. You prove it. I've, I've avoided fluoride for a long time, and I have zero cavities. Mm-hmm. Do you brush your teeth? Yeah. Oh, wait. Do you drink water? Yeah. You have not avoided fluoride. Uh, yeah, yes, I have, because it, my Berkey has an arsenic and fluoride filter. It occurs filter. naturally and is released Boom. from rocks into the soil, water, and air. Well, the joke's on you. I don't breathe air. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fluoride is very... That is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I just, I don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe what? I'm going to dig deeper. I'm going to go into conspiracy theories. Oh, here, here. Fluoride is in fluoridated water, obviously. Crab meat, beans, black tea, raisins, cereal, fish, and fruit juice. cereal. Shambles. Cereal is the king. Shambles. The king of minerals (laughs) and vitamins is So much stuff has, yeah, cereal. Cereal. They just like, we're putting everything in this shit. This shit's actually not good for you, but we're going to make it good for you. But it just says cereal, so like, also, what cereals are they talking about? I think they're just literally, they must mean like fortified I think yeah. they have an additive cereals. standard process for cereals, they I would do, assume, yeah. by this point. Yeah. That has to have a certain amount of uh, some of this. Like, probably. Look, <laughs> this shit is processed as fuck. It's food coloring. It's sugar. We got to make it better. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your okay. vitamins what and minerals. What is this? Molybdenum. Molybdenum. Yeah. Molybdenum. That molybdenum. sounds like, um, like a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> yeah. Molybdenum. Molybdenum. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right? It totally does. Molybdenum yeah. was actually first discovered on a meteorite that struck Earth during the uh, Jurassic period. I never know if <laughs> he's Jurassic serious. <laughs> I thought you were serious for a hot second. No, I was like, like wait, what? <laughs> yeah, really you got hard? me. You got me. Phosphorus, potassium. There's so many things. Selenium. I never, I, I've heard that, but I have no Selenium idea. Selenium is huge for, for cellular wall uh, regeneration and fortification. It's a very important one. Yeah, all these are important. That's the point. They are. All of these things are important. Your body needs all of these things to function properly. And if you eat 
a well-balanced meal, a well-balanced diet. It's there, but it's crazy to me what things like that you can miss. That was one of the things when I was going through all these micronutrients, just to end on this cap is, uh, Missing one of them is easier than trying to get all of them, if that yeah. makes sense. So, like, if you try to focus on all of them, you're going to drive yourself crazy. But it is possible for you to be deficient in one of them. For sure. And that could be the reason that you're having some health issues overall is because of a, defi- a deficiency. So don't kill yourself going over it, but maybe think about it a little bit. Understand that there are micronutrients that are super necessary. Like all of the pirates had no idea that they mm-hmm. all they needed was freaking limes with yeah. them and they wouldn't have died. But scurvy killed off a lot of people, a lot of them. Yeah, I feel like if you're someone who has like a not very varied diet, you eat the same, you know, because there's people like that. Yes. You eat the same 100%. shit every day, whether it's for its convenience or it's easier, that's what you like to eat. I mean, you might be a person that wants to analyze your diet a little bit and make sure that you're, you're hitting all these things. And, and if you're just really not willing to track and find vitamins. those loopholes, go, go get blood work done. <laughs> yeah, because they can idea. tell you what you're deficient um, in naturally. And yeah. then you that's the very simple way of being, oh, shit, okay, I need to add go. iodine into yeah. the mix. Or, it reminds me of, did you guys ever watch House? Yeah. I love, love that A long show. time ago. Love I did enjoy yeah. it, but yeah. I, mean, I never got fully into it. Shout out Hugh Laurie. Good job. Yeah, so good. Amazing piano player also, by the way. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Ridiculous. So, but there was an episode where the woman was like crazy and she was having all these issues, but she had a son and the the son took care of her and see, he was like 11. He was like yeah. really young because he didn't want to lo- he didn't want to get put away. Like Should he didn't want her cereal. to put into I know, right? <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but he uh it, fa- it came to find out that like he didn't want to go to child services and didn't want her to get put into an institution, but she was like whacked out. Mm-hmm. And what happened is she had gotten sick. What I'm going to give away the end of the episode if you haven't seen you it. You haven't seen it. It's house. Yeah, it's so old. It's super old. <laughs> um, but she had gotten sick, and while she had gotten sick originally, he started taking care of her, and she was only willing to eat this like they were these microwave burgers because they went. You know how they in house they go to their house and like yeah they, yeah, they, yeah. They, like yeah, totally break not in what people and, do yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they found in the freezer all these frozen pre-made burgers, and that's all she was eating then. He, the kid was like 11 years old. He didn't know any better. Oh, but yeah. he, that's the only thing she wouldn't fight him to eat. So that's all she was eating. So she had a major like micronutrient deficiency oh, yeah. that once they realized that that was the issue, they changed it and she was completely I swear cured. to God they would have just looked at her blood work and figured that out, but whatever. You would think, yeah. <laughs> all right, the TV show. I'm just stating it made me think of that episode. Like we ran a million tests. We couldn't figure it out. We, we ran looked no tests. We just broke into her house. <laughs> Burgers. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We love you guys. Thank you so much we for listening to ep- another episode. And episode number with us. 69. 69. <laughs> that's right. Go we research your 69s, so. people. Yeah. They're very important because there's like the yin and the yang. Yeah. And, and they the go cancer, together. And, and they, the cancer yeah. symbol. Right. And, the, and the vitamin D. It's all good for you. All of it. Pyramids and yeah. stuff. Wonderful. You guys are the absolutely the best. We appreciate each and every one of you guys for listening and taking the time to listen to a bunch of Jamokes talk about, you know, fitness. Wow. So, Jamokes. Yeah. That's all we are. Yeah, we are. Bunch of jamokes. Episode six. <laughs> 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 uh, till next week. So.